You'll never find choice fruit hanging on a bad, unhealthy tree. This is Jesus speaking. And rotten fruit doesn't hang on a good, healthy tree. Every tree will be revealed by the quality of fruit that that tree produces. Figs or grapes will never be picked off of a thorn tree or thorn trees. People are known in the same way. Out of the virtue stored in their hearts, good and upright people will produce good fruit. But out of the evil hidden in their hearts, evil ones will produce what is evil. For the overflow of what has been stored in your heart will be seen by your fruit and will be heard in your words. What good does it do for you to say that I am your Lord and your master if what I teach you is not put into practice? I want to speak to you on the subject fruit don't lie. I know the proper English is fruit doesn't lie. But fruit don't lie. In this sixth chapter of the book of Luke, Jesus, after he realizes he's, uh, there's a plot to assassinate him, and at that moment, he spends all night in prayer. And then out of his at least 72 disciples, if not more, he chooses 12 apostles. And we said last week that everybody needs aid. Everybody needs three types of people in their lives. They need an A, what is that? Apostle. I is for it. Inner circle. And D is for disciple. Uh, you need those three people in your life. And we found out that Jesus, you know, he chose 12 disciples, uh, uh, Simon Peter, Simon the Zealot, James Alphaeus, and James Zebedee, okay, Judas Iscariot, and Judas Thaddeus, and Michael Jordan is Baptist, Matthew, J, John, wow, B, Bartholomew, A, Andrew, P, Philip, and T is Thomas. Okay, very good. Repetition is the out of learning. Immediately after that, uh, Jesus begins to speak um, a shortened version of Matthew chapter 5, which is the Beatitudes. 
the Beatitudes. So, and one of them, Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, blessed are the pure in heart. And like the Passion Version says, the pure in heart, their eyes will be open to see who God really is. Who shall think, and the psalmist said in around the 27th Psalm, I believe, who shall ascend up to the heavens? Who shall ascend up to your holy hill? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. The Beatitudes is really the B attitudes. The B attitudes. B to be or not to be. To be means to exist. So the Beatitudes are the attitudes that should exist in kingdom citizens. So Jesus is talking about, he starts out with some, this is how your attitude should be. And then he goes further and he says, you're to love your enemies. We, we have a hard time loving the people we just don't like. They're not necessarily our enemies. But he said, love your enemies. And then he goes on to say, not only do I want you to have these attitudes, not only do I want you to love your enemies, but I want you to stop judging each other. Mm. And we, we said two weeks ago, can Jesus use your boat? Mm -hmm. Can Jesus use our faith? Can Jesus use our what? Influence? And can Jesus use what? Our tongue. Mm. Mm. God is serious about this tongue thing, folks. Some of us run our mouths too much. And the Bible says we're going to stand before God and give an account for every word that comes out of our mouth. God ain't playing. And I say that, I'm not, and I think most of you know me, I'm not, I don't, I'm not the type of preacher that uses the pulpit to get across a point that something happened this week and nothing and nothing actually happened this week except for me because i i found that after i preached that sermon god is not allowing me to get away with stuff that i used to get away with he, he where we are I, I can't speak for you but i know me god is is putting me in a in a new sphere of con a new sphere of consecration where, and I believe God is doing that to some of you, but you don't want to hear it. And what I mean by that is you don't want to hear it. No, I don't want to hear it either. In other words, how many of you, there are things that you used to do and it was no big deal. And all of a sudden, this one moment happens where you're convicted and God says, I don't want you watching that show anymore. And every time you turn it there now, before it didn't bother you, now there's conviction and you can't even, you're trying to eat your popcorn, you can't even eat your popcorn and you're like, you know, forget it. Can I get a witness out there? Okay. It's a, little, it's a new level of consecration. Uh, it's bad news for the flesh, but it's good news for your spirit because God is saying, I'm taking to you, you to a new place in me and, and that can't come where you're going. That is, 
that is Lot to you. That is Abraham's dad to you. You can't take that with you. If you want to go to a place that I'm calling you, to a place that, that whose builder and maker is God, you can't take that with you. So you're going to have to decide. You want this anointing? That can't come. You want to be used in the things that I prophesied over you? That can't come. He can't come. She can't come. So he says, out of the virtue of your hearts. No, out of the virtues that are stored in your heart, meaning that it's been there for a while. Good and upright people produce good fruit. This word virtue here, it's our English word virtue comes from a Latin word virtus, which means strength or resolve or our intention. Out of, out of, the, out of what we've decided in our hearts will be the good fruit that we produce. But I like the I like the uh, King James Version which, well I liked it until I researched because it says in the King James Version verse 6 verse 45 says a good man out of the good treasure said it with treasure treasure okay out of his heart brings out or brings good and it says and, and it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Are you, are you with me so far? It says the good treasure. Say treasure. And, and what struck me is that the word treasure is the, in, is the Greek word therasos. Thasoros, rather. Thasoros, from which we get our English word thesaurus. And it means... In Greek, the place in which good and precious things are collected. I was shocked to find out that the word treasure here is the word from which we get our English word thesaurus, which means words, synonyms. So the treasure that's in our heart, our words. And he says, we keep precious things in our hearts. We keep prized things in our hearts. We keep that word precious. We keep things that we idolize in our hearts. We keep things that we cherish. Marriage retreat folks, we keep things that are cherished in our hearts and out of the abundance of our hearts, our mouths are going to speak. Are you with me so far? So the place where we keep these precious things, these, these virtuous things, these, this, these, this treasure chest of things is in our hearts. Whenever I see the word heart in the scripture, I use the synonym attitude. Because for me, attitude hits more home to me than just my heart. 
As a word, as a matter of fact, the synonyms that are used for the word attitude and heart is temperament. And I say this, this I, I use this acronym, uh, TIC, T-I-C. My heart and my attitude is what makes me tick. In my heart is my temperament. In my heart is my inclinations. In my heart is my character. In my attitude is my temperament. In the word temperament, you see the word temperature. And there's some of us, unfortunately, when people come into our sphere of influence, they got to decide whether they can come in our presence. I'm just look at the clock right now. Can they come into our presence with a short sleeve t-shirt and shorts? Or do they have to wear a heavy winter coat? It's sad to say, but there's some folks that you got to check out the temperature before you can approach them. If I were to go to Barbados right now, there would be no thought, no matter what time of the year I went, there would be no thought of me wearing a winter coat. Because Barbados stays the same weather. No matter what time of the year. I want to be that type of person that when people come into my presence, they always feel the warmth of my heart. They don't have to be checking, oh, is it okay today? Some of you, you know, man, Evie, shoot, uh, even the dog is like, <laughs> dog be hiding under the table, like, okay, it's one of those days. Come on, folks. Come on, folks. We need to grow up. Stop being so temperamental. Stop being so touchy. Amen. There's a world to be saved out there, and you know we we just let's we're too temperamental. We we in our heart is our inclinations, meaning what what are my leanings? What are the things that I am? No, I'm always inclined to do. There are some people you're around them, and they you say I'm I know that I'm sitting next to somebody who's going to be a worshiper. They're inclined to worship. And then, of course, character. The word character actually means, uh, it's a Greek word that actually means mark. And, and my point is that when people, when people see you, what's the first thing that comes to them? Their mouth. What, what's the first word? Nice guy. Generous. Irritable. Nasty. Don't hang around with them. Foul mouth. What word comes to people's mouth? Instantly. Because whatever word that is, that is your character. That is the mark on you. This word, what Jesus says, a good tree will produce good fruit. This word fruit is a Greek word that means progeny. It means posterity. It means an effect. It means the result. It means an act. It means a deed. 
my 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 fruit, and this is frightening. And Elder Roy shared this a little bit earlier. My fruit will affect the fruit of my life, and Lady Common's life is going to affect my offspring, my children. I say this to the glory of God. I say this to the glory of God. But as I was standing here just worshiping, I caught out of my eye, my eye, my peripheral vision. I saw my daughter, Vanessa, and I saw her just going after God and going after God. And for me, I was like, God, I thank you that her mom and I set an atmosphere in our home that was one of worship. And so it made it easier for my children to be worshipers because they see their dad worshiping as opposed to when everybody's worshiping. You know, when, when is this over? Everybody's, everybody's going after God and you, and you chilling. When is this over? Now, you may say, well, that's not in my personality. But I've seen you when you watch sports. I saw you on television when your team won this championship and you climbed up a pole. <laughs> but I'm reserved. No, you're not. What is the fruit that comes out of your life? What are the deeds? What, what are the actions that come out of our lives? Because, because fruit doesn't lie. And Jesus put it this way in Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, 35, he says, for out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth is going to speak. A good man out of the treasure of his heart brings forth good things. An evil man out of the treasure, again, the um, the thesaurus, thank you, I'm tired here, thesaurus, um, brings forth evil fruit. We had a Bible study last Friday with the some of the young adults. I don't know who who was there. Is anybody there? Okay, okay, okay. So, um, and we said uh, the word. I, I I want fame. The word will give me fame. And anybody who remembers what fame means. Okay, quick, quick. Who who was that? Okay, did you you didn't look up your notes? Did you? Okay, good. Say it. Profitable. Heart changing, ancient wisdom, rhyme renewing, eternal truths. Very good. Go on, girl. Here's a gift card. No, we didn't cheat at home. She actually knew that. Okay. I said something during that that was a griddle cake, meaning that God just dropped it in my spirit, and I was like, whoa. And this is what the Lord said to me. He said, Brian, 
the words that come out of your mouth. Are you, okay, I want you to hear this. Everybody ready? Are you, are you ready for this? The words that come out of your mouth, Brian, used your heart. That's all right. I'm going to say this again. We're going to get this out. Are you ready? The words that come out of your heart, come out of your mouth, used your heart for a diving board. You may say, well, I didn't mean for that. Oh, no, no, no. For a while, that word was on your heart going. And it decided that it was going to be not simply a dive, but a cannonball. Everybody was going to be splashed by that word. So what word is diving on your heart right now, ready to get out of your mouth? Mm. Mm. He judges our fruit. Uh, we're going to have some fun here. For you germaphobics. <laughs> Brother said, that's right, because I'm trying to. So, how many like grapes? Who likes grapes? Okay, let me start out with one. Here you go. Okay, you can, you can eat it now. Okay, you can eat it. How's it taste? Okay, okay, go, okay, good. Grapes. Grapes. Oh, man, we got a. Okay, communion, so. We got a. Yeah, this whole row. This whole row. All the. See, I want your children to see. See, some of you, all, some of you parents need to pay me like, yeah, because I, I'm, I want your kids to love coming to church. Look at them, look at them, look at them. Here is my worship. Look at these kids. <laughs> oh man, I'm. Oh my goodness, good Lord, have mercy. Thank you. Okay, so. All right, so. Yeah, we got to go all the way in the back. Like, oh man, oh my goodness, I'm running out of. I'm running. Some of you are like, what about the balcony? I know, I, I'm, I'm my bad. I could, well, I didn't get something on this. Oh, yeah. Look, I know downstairs. Oh, Jesus, have mercy. Now, don't be mad at me. I'm going to buy some grapes. Okay. Uh, oh, no, I got to get this little guy here. Okay. Well, you're going to take it from little dude? <laughs> you're the captain. Okay. All right. All right. So, eat those grapes. Were the grapes good? Really? Okay, good, good. I got more grapes. Yay! All right. Got more grapes. Uh, come up here, sir. Got more grapes. Woo, yeah, I got more grapes. I got more grapes. Got some salt here. Oh, yes.
You, know, you say, you know what, you know what? I ain't even looking at you kids because your, kids, your parents will kill me. <laughs> you, 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 want, you want it? No, that, that isn't, isn't sugar. It is. Trust me. This is, this is salt. It is salt. In fact, let me, why don't you hold it for me? Okay, just in case they don't want okay. I mean, this one's a nice snowflake. Oh. You want, you're going to eat all the salt? Hmm? Say it again. You can. Oh, no, I want, no, no dusting at all. <laughs> you got to eat it as it is. See, I know the kids are crazy, but you're, crazy, but you're, you're not, you're not going to get me in trouble. Okay. But here's, the, here's the point. Here's the point. Even if, watch this. Even if you're like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try it. There's no way that you would prefer fruit with all that salt on it than the fruit that just came off the tree. And even if you were to, even if you were to eat this once, if that was your regular diet, what's my point? Mm. Oh, Jesus. My point is, is that many of us, we are producing good fruit. But somehow, when it moves from our hearts, our mouths turn the fruit salty. I'm not, I'm not talking about salty as I'm talking about what you young people know what salty is. When you say somebody is salty, help me out, young people. What does that mean? Is that a is that a compliment? Is that like, oh, he's salty? I love being around him. Okay, okay. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the person who I first heard the word salty from, Corinne. And, and, and this, this is no, no, somebody was acting all salty. And I said, what does that mean? And what does salty mean? Bitter. Okay. Bitter. Anybody have any other uh, synonyms for salty? Trifling. Ooh. What's trifling? That guy, this kind of, what does trifling mean? Yeah. Petty. Saucy, ridiculous. A professor. A professor said that. Okay. 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 Stop showing off. How do you know what that word means? Matrimonious or acrimonious? <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Person salty is angry. A person who is salty is bitter. They're angry. They, they are irritable. 
And the frustrating thing that is frightening is that we can be offering great, great grapes, but when they come out of our mouths, it's salty, it's irritable, it's like, you know, do, pe do people have to, we used to call it buck up, you know what bucking up is? No, you know, buck up, one, two, three, two, do, do people have to buck up? to decide who's going to approach you. You do it, you do it, you do it, you do it, you do it. I lost, but I'll pay you. You go to that, that ought not to be so. See, what Jesus is diagnosing here is that the problem is our heart. How's your attitude, children, when your mom asks you to pick up your clothes to do your chores. Is it, yes, mother, yes, dad. It is, it is an honor to live in this home rent-free. <laughs> it is an honor to pay no bills, to just, no, go into the refrigerator and just grab food. And all you ask me to do is to just make up my bed. What an honor, what a trade-off. Or is it, oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> of course, this is new age children because if I even had that in my leg. <laughs> but my point is, is that I, it, our, our attitude Jesus is saying, good fruit is going to come out of a good attitude, and our challenge is our hearts. Our challenge is our hearts. How is our hearts towards our spouse? Mm. How's our hearts towards our supervisor or our boss? How's our hearts? When's the last time we said sorry or I repent? When we really wronged somebody. Jesus said in Proverbs, not Jesus, the Bible says in Proverbs 4, verse 23, that guard your heart with all diligence because out of your heart flows the issues of your life. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7 through 9 says man looks at the outward appearance, but God is examining your attitude. Psalm 19, verse 14 says, let the words of my mouth and the what? Meditation of my what? Heart. Be what? So God is not just hearing your words. He's got an x-ray looking at your heart. Sadly, it's where our, heart, our hearts, according to Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 to 10, our hearts are rooted in deception. And the only cure for our hearts is the word of God. Psalm 119, verse 11, thy word have I hid where? In my heart that I might not sin against thee. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says that the word of God is profitable for our correction. Correction. Let me say this. Can I, I'm, I'm going to tell a little story. Uh, this is about me. 
So everybody point over here. Point this direct today. It's about him. Okay, so so this didn't happen to you. And this happened yesterday. This happened yesterday. So I wish I could say I had a little distance. But this happened yesterday. And um and we were on our way. We were on our way to a church meeting. And I wanted you ever knew you were late and wanted to get someplace on time? Okay. I won't I won't say raise your hands. And you want to get there on time, and you see that the light is turning yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, you say don't do it, but I did it. And so the light, it wasn't turning red. It was red. You know how you, like, convince yourself, well, it's kind of turning when you know that you're not gonna make it. You know, I'm not saying raise your hand. Just look. That I'll take all. I'll I'll take all the sins for Je- like Jesus on the cross. I'll take all your iniquities. So, what happened was that there was a car coming this way, and I was going this way. Now I'm behind the car, and this car was turning. The light turned red, and I said, "Okay." No problem because this, you know, you anticipate the car that's in front of you is going to get out of the way. What I didn't realize is that the car that was turning right, in which I was going to zoom in between the two cars. Yeah, you're getting the picture here. There was somebody in the crosswalk. So this car stopped. Okay. And now there's this much space, and so I just went zoom. But in the meantime, because the light had been red so long, somebody was crossing the street. So I weaved between two cars, missed the person in the crosswalk, and said, man, I am good. I didn't I didn't say that. I was looking back on it like, wow, that was pretty good. <laughs> but let me get back to the conviction part. <laughs> so the Holy Spirit says to me, that was wrong. And you if there's a police officer here, you deserve a ticket. Okay? I didn't look. Don't be all. <laughs> because I'm taking your sin. Don't be all, yeah. yeah. Give us Barabbas. Crucify him. Look, 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 look. Y'all better. <laughs> Hurt my feeling. So, that's the, the, I mean, the Holy Spirit said that was wrong. You deserve a ticket. And so I'm looking around because I'm like, surely there's not going to be no mercy. And then Carmen says, Brian. And the first thing in my spirit was like, woman, <laughs> but, but I remember I was preaching this sermon. So I kept my mouth shut and I was just driving. Yeah. 
She said it was quiet time. <laughs> and because I kept my mouth quiet, the Holy Spirit kept speaking to me. And he said to me, you owe your wife an apology. And I had a choice. I could say, well, I'm doing it later. I ain't trying to hear that right now. And I turned to her and I said, um, honey, I'm sorry. Have you ever did an apology and you felt good about the apology and then someone said something that made you say, you know what, maybe I shouldn't apologize? <laughs> My wife, instead of, instead of just saying, no, I forgive you, she's like, you better apologize to God. Whoo, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> 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 Jesus. So you may say, my goodness, okay, we had a lot of laughs. Where is this all going? I, I realize that, um, that our hearts, the heart of our church is, I mean, we're doing okay, but we are not, our heart is not in alignment with where God wants to take us. It, it just is not. I'm not saying that we're a, a church that's sinning, and uh, no, that's, that's what I'm, not what I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying that our heart is not in alignment with where God wants to take us. And so I've discovered that God responds to two things. He responds to expectation, and he responds to desperation. And right now, I am desperate for God to change the heart of this church because if our hearts don't change, we will have no heart for the lost. We will have no heart for the broken. We will have no heart for the will of God. And so this is, this pres this is the prescription that we're going to be entering into. During the week of Palm Sunday, that week between Palm Sunday and Easter, starting Tuesday at 6 a.m., we are going on a 91-hour prayer watch. Well, a watch. 91 hours. Our church is going to be open for 91 hours straight where we are just going to be in the presence of God and say, God, do whatever you need to do to change our hearts. I got this idea from a, a Pastor Larry Ward, Bishop Larry Ward. Last year, their church, they celebrated what their 100th year anniversary, and they did a 100-hour prayer watch. For 100 hours straight, the church is open where you can just come in the presence of the Lord. And he said miracles took place. Hearts were changed. 
And I listened and was excited. I said, wow, that was great. And the Lord said, that's what you need to do. 91 hours representing every year of our existence. What's a watch, Bishop? A watch is a three-hour interval. This is how they used to tell time, particularly in Jesus' day. Give me three more minutes. So, for example, the first watch is from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. The second watch is from 9 p.m. to midnight. The third watch is from midnight to 3 a.m. So one of the scriptures says that when Jesus was walking on the water in the midst of the storm, it was around 3 a.m., the third watch, the third hour, third watch. And so we're going to divide these 91 hours into 30 watches. And during those 30 watches, a number of activities are going to take place, morning prayer, the living life on mission series, uh, the worship team just worshiping, quiet time, maybe just three hours quiet time, we possibly will have a foot washing. I mean, we're just going to just be in the presence of God saying, God, I need open heart surgery. I need you to put your hands on my heart so that what you want to do through me will happen in my heart and my mouth won't get in the way of the good things you have in store for me.